hypnotic, the noose is lip knotted in a fourth quarter hiding and pumped through the karate. Many body got it in patch pill or tonic, get your credit card slotted and sign it on a dotted. Billionaires have squatted on the magna cum laude. Holler, take my wallet, make the people robotic, catatonic or harmonic with what they've been allotted and methodically they plotted against those who fought it. Whole cities are haunted cause her money bag knotted and dropped the thought product of a Harvard grad upon it. Dollars turn the table, boardroom and periodic. Listen to the sonnets going through your electronics. You could catalog it as harmonic or atomic house and never went up. I'm in molecules turn into solids. Some pray to the Christ, look to Buddha or Muhammad. Some pray to the crack of a rich man's pocket. The biggest advance was plumbing to the projects. Now the scientific process got hijacked for profits. Flows in the direction that a silver spoon product will get signs for the people when we run the economics. was gods of science by the coup and that was off the album sorry to bother you soon to be a major motion picture actually coming out this summer coming out in july in the u.s uh depending on your location it may come out on july 6th or july 13th i think july 6th is a limited uh release and july 13th will be the full release uh boots riley's movie with the same name as the album from the coup Sorry to bother you. This is Polyrical, the soundtrack for the resistance, the topical solution for the political revolution. It's music and it's politics. If you want to reach out to me, you can send me a message at polyrical at gmail.com. You can go online at polyrical.com. Check out back episodes on that website. You'll also find a button. You can make a submission. You can submit your favorite artist and or song for use on a future episode. I considered doing a, an episode of Trump songs, but I realized, you know, I probably have and own like a half dozen or or a few more. Uh, but literally, there's got to be a thousand songs out there about Trump. So I need a lot more uh, digging to find the best of what's out there about Trump. So sometime in the future, I will do a Trump episode um, but I, I need your help. I need you to, to, to let me know what your favorite or least favorite Trump songs are. And uh, they may be featured at some point in the future 
Uh, I'm also recording uh, live on Twitch. So if you want to see how the sausage is made, so to speak, it's veggie sausage. So don't worry about that because I am a vegetarian. Um, you can check me out on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash unrelated things. Someday I will hopefully get on a regular schedule. But if you do uh, subscribe or follow me, you will get notifications when I go live recording an episode. And if you want to uh, follow me on Twitter, and you'll see exactly when things get released there. Um, and also, we will see some additional songs that I find uh, in between episodes and uh, post some of my favorites up there as well. That is at Polyrical. That's P-O-L-Y-R-I-C-A-L. Now, that's a, a long enough intro. Let's get into some more music. Here's a tune by Ed Hamill, also known as Hamill on Trial. This is from his album Rant and Roll, The Terrorism of Everyday Life. This is Inquiring Minds. <laughs> You got a kid, I got a kid. Are you gonna tell him the things you did? Tell him the truth about your sordid youth. Now if he wants to know, did you do blow? Did you get high and listen to the stereo? Now pops, when's the first time you did a drug crime? I smoked my first J on my 11th birthday. In high school exams, how'd you stay up to read? The kid across the street dealt an excellent speed. Were classes as boring as mine out of day? Hey, most of the time I was tripping. I really can't say. And dad, let's see how truthful you are. Were you ever high? behind the wheel of a car. Man, I thought I was flying a 747. When I sold that car, they scraped it for resin. And Dad, you courted Mom. How'd you make her your own? Well, we drink a lot of vodka. We do methadone. So when he asked me about my past, did I get high? I've been seriously thinking about my reply. I'm gonna lie, I'm gonna lie, I'm gonna lie, I'm gonna lie, and I'm gonna lie. Dad, did you do drugs? No way! do it with any woman besides mom. Uh, did you ever see that Fellini movie, Satyricon? I was 13 the first time, so good I couldn't speak. They should have wrapped me in a hefty bag and drained me once a week. Dad, what's the kinkiest that you ever got? Well, there was a mother and daughter upstate, crazy, stupid, hot. There was this girl and her dog. We won't get into that. There was these three dominatrixes in a one-room flat. Couple times in a church pew was a heavenly thing. There was a girl named Ruth in the booth of the Burger King. My wife's eating a hole through me with her evil eye. My kids got in quiet. And they want an honest reply. I'm gonna lie. Gonna lie. I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna lie. Dad, did you have premarital sex? Absolutely not. Now come the tough questions that he's gonna ask. Cause all prosecutors save the hard stuff for last. Dad, did you ever steal from the store when you didn't have the bucks? From what I remember, they fell off of trucks. Dad, did you ever own a gun? Well, it wasn't like I had a license for one. Dad, did you ever steal an automobile for fun? The owners wouldn't have wanted it when we got done. And Dad, I heard you bartended in a place that dealt crack. We were just making sure our clientele would come back. He wants the truth, and I look him in the eye. And I set a good example, because I'm that kind of guy. I'm gonna lie. 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 Dad, did you ever do anything bad? Fuck no.
Well, that pretty much. Thank you. That pretty much wraps up that live version of Inquiring Minds. Really, really great tune there. Um, once again, that was Ed Hamill from Hamill on Trial. Uh, Hamill on Trial is a new album out, which I will be uh, sharing some of with you, I am sure, in the future. That new album is called Tackle Box. But that song reminded me of an article I just read recently. Uh, it was from CurrentAffairs.org. So I encourage you to go to CurrentAffairs.org and look for the article called The Real, quote, Dangerous Ideas, written by Nathan J. Robinson. But seriously, you're not going to do that, are you? I just, I know you won't. Uh, so I'm going to read you a little bit of it. Um, if you want to hear all of it, check out the newest episode, and I say newest, it's not even posted yet, but hopefully it'll go up to later today, of Bernie 2020 podcast, where I did uh, read this entire article. But it really, it really speaks to me based on what the information that last song was about being lied to. You know, the last song was, uh, are you going to hide some of your dirtiest deeds from your children? Um, but uh, there's a lot more pernicious lying and uh, skewing of the facts and putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable, as they say, uh, putting emphasis on the wrong things that really harm us as a society. So here's a tiny little snippet of that article. And uh, like I said, check out the article yourself on currentaffairs.org, The Real Dangerous Ideas, or listen to the newest episode of Bernie 2020 when it gets posted. Here we go. What if a cable news network that seemed to hate the president actually benefited from his existence? What if the national idea that, quote, people who work hard get rewarded was actually false? What if the people who worked the longest hours often had the least to show for it? What if things we consume in our daily lives are built on an almost unimaginable amount of conscious suffering? What if slavery never actually did go away? What if it's still happening somewhere, but we just don't notice? What if elite academia wasn't actually a hotbed of radical activism, but was a profoundly conservative place that resisted any challenges to the existing distribution of power? What if, as we walked through our cities on warm spring days, a few miles away there were thousands of people locked in cages, slowly losing their minds? What if the freest country in the world was actually the least free? What if sentencing people to prison also often meant sentencing them to be raped? What if we put children in adult prisons? What if we executed someone who had been in prison since the age of 15? What if the people who supposedly created wealth actually created nothing of social value at all? What if the 13th Amendment didn't actually ban slavery? What if the minimum wage wasn't actually the minimum wage? What if leftism that actually offends establishment political, what if it's leftism that actually offends establishment political sensibilities? 
and it goes on. There's there's a lot of these. There's uh, I don't know a hundred of these questions here, all with links to the details behind the the supposition that is uh, proposed. Um, really, really good article about how our media and our politics skew the reality for us. So what we believe to be true often is counter to what is really true. So I uh, encourage you a great deal to take a look at that or take a listen to that when you get a chance. So all that makes you wonder, are we really living in the reality we believe we are that other people have built for us? Or are we living in a failed state? Here's David Rovics with Failed State off of the album Ballad of a Wobbly. jobs and living in a tent when a house costs a million bucks and you can't pay the rent when politicians say they'll help but it keeps getting worse each time the landlord lobby pulls the strings of the purse when the human right to housing isn't even part of the debate you know you're living in a failed state of citizens are spending half their lives locked up in a prison for trying to survive when laws must be broken just to have a place to stay when the prisons pay the senators to look the other way if you have to be a criminal to put food upon your plate you know you're living in a failed state Facing climate breakdown when the trees are all on fire, when half the country's underwater, when a climate change denier runs the nation and the opposition party votes for oil rigs and pipelines. This is not so much a country as it is a corporation buckling under its weight. You know, you're living in a failed state. an empire facing daily blowback and the only thing your leaders can think to do is attack bipartisan consensus that we need to spend 700 billion before the years end on a military budget to make america great you know you're living in a failed state Every day, some cycle with a gun has to open fire on a crowd before it's done. When a music festival becomes a free fire zone, and all they can say is, It's okay now, he was acting alone. Buy some armor, pray to God, and hide behind a gate. You know, you're living in a failed state. 
you know you're living in a failed state. You know you're living in a failed state. Friday nights. So on Friday nights, a Catholic worker tradition in the houses all over the, on everybody's kids. Friday nights, an education night where you, where you talk. There's a talk, somebody speak, and you discuss issues. Hammond Hennessy was inclined to talk about people that he had known. Well, he'd known Eugene V. Debs, was in jail with him in Atlanta Federal Penitentiary during the First World War. He had known Clarence Darrow, and he, or he'd talk about Lucy Parsons. You know that name? Oh, boy, I'm glad some people know Lucy Parson. Lucy Parson, one of the founders of the IWW in 1905, she was the one who stood up at that convention and said, never be deceived that the rich will permit you to vote away their wealth. <laughs> All right. Get that tattooed on your forehead. <laughs> yeah. I remember one, one time, this pops into my head, one Friday night, Ammon told about how, see, Lucy Parsons, she was at the Haymarket. Her husband, Albert Parsons, was one of the Haymarket people at the beginning of the fight for the eight-hour eight day, 1886, May Day. That's where May Day comes from, the first May Day. Well, she lived well into this century. You know, a black Cherokee woman from Waco, Texas, married to Albert Parsons, who had been a Confederate cavalry officer. Figure that one out. He, he, Ammon Hennessy said uh, he had the job of leading Lucy Parsons to the podium at this big May Day rally in the late 30s. He described her as incredibly ancient, extremely feeble, tiny, shrunken into herself. So he helped her onto the stage, her hair tied back in a neat white bun, deep-set, beady black eyes, the image of everybody's great-great-grandmother, she hunched over the podium as that multitude grew silent and fixed them with those beady eyes. And she said in a high, barely audible voice, What I want is for every greasy, grimy tramp in the country to arm himself with a knife or a gun and stationing himself at the doorways of the rich, shoot or stab them as they come out. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Ammon was a pacifist, but he sure admired her spunk, I can tell you that. And that was Utah Phillips. That was titled, The Rich Will Not Permit You to Vote Away Their Wealth. That's off the album, Making Speech Free. Before that, we heard Delight from the album Infinity Within with Vote Baby Vote. And here's the band Vortis off of their album, Modern Savage. This is 20911. Hell, 
this next song is by Consolidated. It is the title track off their album, Friendly Fascism.
there's a lot of people around the world who believe in reincarnation, something that Bruce Coburn uh, explores in this next song. This is off of the album Small Source of Comfort. It is called Call Me Rose, and it explores what happens when former President Richard Nixon gets reincarnated as a woman. My name was Richard Nixon, only now I'm a girl. You wouldn't know it, but I used to be the king of the world. Compared to last time, I look like I've hit the skids. Living in the project with my two little kids. It's not what I would have chosen. Vicious played a four string fender bass guitar and could. 
couldn't sing And everybody hated him Except the ones who loved him A ukulele has four strings But Sid did not play Ukulele, he did smack And probably killed his girlfriend Nancy Spongeon If only Sid had had a ukulele Maybe he would have been happy Maybe he would not have suffered such a sad end Maybe he would have not done all that heroin Instead he maybe would have sat around Just singing nice songs to his girlfriend So play your favorite cover song Especially if the words are wrong Cause even if your grades are bad It doesn't mean you're failing Do your homework with a fork And eat your Fruit Loops in the dark And bring your Etch-a-Sketch to work And play your Ukulele small and fierceful, ukulele brave and peaceful. You can play the ukulele too, it is painfully simple. Play your ukulele badly, play your ukulele loudly. Ukulele banish evil, ukulele save the people. Ukulele gleaming golden from the top of every steeple. Lizzie Borden took an accent. Her mother 40 wax then gave her father 41 It left a tragic puzzle If only they had given her an instrument Those Puritans had lost the plot completely See what happens when you muzzle a person's creativity And do not let them sing and scream And nowadays it's worse cause kids have automatic it takes about an hour to teach someone to play the ukulele About the same to teach someone to build a standard pipe bomb You do the math, so play your favorite cover song Especially if the words are wrong Cause even if your grades are bad It doesn't mean you're failing Do your homework with a fork And eat your Fruit Loops in the dark and Flask of Jack to work and play your ukulele Ukulele thing of wonder Ukulele wand of thunder You can play the ukulele too In London and down under Play and sink and play Jacques Brel And Eminem and neutral milk Tell the children crush the hatred Play your ukulele naked Imagine there's no music, imagine there are no songs Imagine that John Lennon wasn't shot in front of his apartment Now imagine if John Lennon had composed Imagine for the ukulele Maybe people would have truly got the message You may think my approach is simple-minded and naive Like if you want to change the world then why not quit and the hungry, but people for millennia have needed music to survive, and that is why I've promised John that I will not feel guilty. So play your favorite Beatles song and make the subway fall in love. They're only 1995, that isn't lots of money. Play until the sun comes up, and play until your fingers suffer. Play LCD sound. Some songs on your ukulele.
bitching on your blog Stop pretending art is hard Just limit yourself to three chords And do not practice daily You'll minimize some stranger's sadness With a piece of wood and plastic Holy fuck, it's so fantastic Playing ukulele Do your homework with a fork And do your Fruit Loops in the dark And bring your Etch-a-Sketch to work Your flask of Jack The amazing super duper compilation album Monster Protest Jams Volume One. I'm really, really eager and and waiting for Monster Protest Jams Volume Two. I don't think it's been announced yet. I hope it's uh, in the works or at least in someone's mind. It was Jill Sobule that pulled this album together. I featured a lot of different tracks off of this album. That was Amanda Palmer with Ukulele Anthem, a celebration of being yourself about uh being free and about uh personal responsibility in that type of an environment here is Ani defranco off of another compilation album this was part of or included with the magazine ad busters many a year ago it is called gas cd and this tune is called your next bold move It's as easy as breathing for 
you well on your travels. My friends, I wish you well along the way. This is the story of how I came to be in jail for a night and a day. Well, I'm driving my '88 Olds Cutlass. It's raining and it's dark. My wipers are beating slow and steady, like the thump, thump, thumping of my heart. I'm rolling down from up in Colorado, some little town in Texas tonight. When my rear view flashes blue, 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 it's the cop. My license plate's missing a light. He smells sweet green Colorado, hidden in the lining of my head. Next thing I know, there's four cop cars flashing, and around my wrists are bracelets of lead. Well, take my license, take my fingerprints, take my wallet that I'm no longer need, take my belt in case I wanna hang myself for a nickel bag of weed, and put me in a cell on an old mattress pad to measure out in minutes this night. One cup of water and styrofoam, four walls and one fluorescent light, and this is my one phone call. And baby, I'm calling you. You tell me stay strong, boy. I'll say what I do the best I do. And I wish you well on your travels. My friends, I wish you well along the way. This is the story of how I came to be in jail for a night and a day. Now, first I'm thinking, man, I'm such a fuck up. My head is lonesome and bowed. I figure I'd join some program, get religious. My abstinence will make my mother proud. I stare at the stone cold floor. I guess that's what you do in the pen. And I get to thinking what I'd really like to do is to come back here and fight this to the end. Your Honor, think of Johnny Cash, Elvis, and Hank Williams too. Whatever it took to go get those songs, those good old boys would do. If it's illegal, throw up blonde on blonde. Every Beatles song seems hard days and nights. Go ahead and burn Walt Whitman on paint starry nights. Cold train, let me Armstrong, let him burn. Kerouac, Thelonious Monk, Alice in Wonderland, Picasso, Burroughs, Blake, Ginsburg, throw it out, it's junk. Yeah, throw it out, oh, if 
favorite records Throw your books of poetry away Close the museums, burn the paintings Restore us to Galileo's day Then to the drugstore we will go For Vicodin and chloroseptic spray Scarf a couple of Darvacets and Xanax Then we'll go floating away Dear Governor, dear Governor, dear Governor A final enforcer of my fate Did I interrupt your three martini lunch? Are you off on your cigarette break? How is you well on your travels? My friends, I wish you well along the way This is the story of how I came to be in jail for a night and a day Day, my buddies bail me out Toward late afternoon Friends of grass, they never smelled greener Sun drips honey-like from a golden spoon We jump in the car and drive on out of there Soon we're miles away And I get to thinking of what awaits me When I come back some not-so-distant day Will I stand before the judge And say, Your Honor, this law, it is wrong Or will I just do the time and pay my fine Shake this time from my boots and be gone I wish you well on your travels My friends, I wish you well along the way This is a story of how I came to be in jail for a night and a day. I wish you well on your travels, my friends, I wish you well along the way. This is a story of how I came to be in jail for a night and a day. That was Jail by Dan Byrne. That was off the Swastika EP. A little controversial song on that EP of the uh, the that gave that EP its title. Dan Byrne has a song called My Little Swastika, which is uh, actually a hopeful song about symbolism and um, trying to take back that symbolism. Here's Chumbawamba with some good advice. This is off their album Show Business, and this song is Never Do What You Are Told. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Let's go. <laughs> 
The Romans were the masters when Jesus walked the land. In Judea and in Galilee they ruled with an iron hand. And the poor were sick with hunger, and the rich were clothed in splendor, and the rebels whipped and crucified, hung rotting as a warning. And Jesus knew the answer, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, said love your enemies. But Judas was a zealot, and he wanted to be free. Resist, he said, the Romans' tyranny. Now Jesus was a conjurer, and miracles were his game. And he fed the hungry thousands, and they glorified his name. He cured the lame and the lepers, and he calmed the wind and the weather. And the wretched flocked to touch him, so their troubles would be taken. And Jesus knew the answer. All you who labor, all you who suffer, only believe in me. But Judas sought a world where no one starved or begged for bread. The poor are always with us, Jesus said. So stand up, stand up for Judas and the cause that Judas served. It was Jesus who betrayed the poor with his word. Now Jesus sowed division where none had been before. Not the slave against the master, but the poor against the poor. Set son to rise up against father, and brother to fight against brother. For he that is not with me is against me, was his teaching. Said Jesus, I am the answer. You unbelievers shall burn forever shall die in your sins. Not sheep and goats, said Judas, but together we may dare shake off the chains of tyranny we share. So stand up, stand up for Judas and the cause that Judas served. It was Jesus who betrayed the poor with his word. Jesus stood upon the mountain with a distance in his eyes. I am the way, the light, he cried, the light that never dies. So renounce all earthly treasures and pray to your heavenly Father. And he pacified the hopeless with the hope of life eternal. Said Jesus, I am the answer. And you hunger, only remember your rewards in heaven. So Jesus preached the other world, but Judas wanted this, and he betrayed his master with a kiss. So stand up, stand up for Judas, and the cause that Judas served. It was Jesus who betrayed the poor with his word. 
Christ's arm and gun and crucifix, Christ's gospel has been spread. Two thousand cruel years have shown the way that Jesus led. The heretics burned in torture, and the butcher and bloody crusaders. The bombs and rockets sank the pine that rained down death from heaven. They followed Jesus. They knew the answer. All unbelievers must be believers or else be broken. So place no trust in saviors, Judas said, for everyone must be to his or her own self a son. And that was Dick Gowen singing Stand Up for Judas off his album, A Different Kind of a Love Song. I found out about Dick Gowen from a Billy Bragg album. Uh, Billy Bragg covered um, a Dick Gowen song, My Youngest Son Came Home Today. And uh, I should uh, play that. Maybe I'll play that coming up in a bit. Um, and uh, that song that... that Dick Gowen just sang here, Stand Up for Judas, was written by originally and performed originally by Leon Rosselson, uh, amazing songwriter out of the UK. Here is Leon Rosselson from The World Turned Upside Down, a giant compilation of Leon Rosselson's songs. This is Battle Hymn of the New Socialist Party. The cloth cap and the working class as images are dated For we are labourers avant-garde and we were educated We feel we ought to drop claws full to make the public love us more And just to show we're still sincere we sing the red flag once a year Firm principles and policies are open to objections And a streamlined party image is the way to win elections So raise the red rose on high The well-cut suit, the tailored tie We'll stand united, raise a cheer And sing the red flag once a year It's one step forward, a one step back Our dance is devilish daring A leftward shuffle, a rightward tack Then pause to take our bearings We'll reform the country bit by bit So nobody will notice it Then ever after, never fear We'll sing the red flag once a year We shall not cease from mental fight Till every wrong is righted And all men are equal quite And all our leaders knighted For we are sure if we persist To make the New Year's honours list Then every loyal Labour peer Will sing the red flag once a year 
So vote for us and not for them. We're just as true to NATO and we'll be as calm and British when we steer the ship of Stato. We'll stand as firm as them to show we're patriotic gentlemen. Though man to man shall brothers be to keep the bombs our policy. So raise the mushroom clouds on high. Within their shade we'll live and die. Though cowards flinch and traitors sneer, we'll sing the red flag once a year. Yes, so I'm asking all of us to transcend what is coming at us on all sides and, uh, and to think carefully and clearly. Because if we are all going to be herded into actions which are more dangerous, more dangerous than, even than what we are facing now, you know, then we will later regret the fact that we went all along silently and didn't raise our voices as citizens to ask, how can we get at the roots of this problem? And what can we do about it? And all of us can do something, can speak up. That's the most important thing, ask questions. It's the American thing, it's the patriotic thing to do, to question, to ask, to rethink. I want to end by reading a work of another artist, a poet, Daniel Berrigan, longtime anti-war activist. Uh, even after the Vietnam War, he continued, uh, uh, continued struggling against war and militarism. And he wrote this poem in memory of a friend of his, a man named Mitchell Snyder, who had worked for the homeless in Washington, D.C., and then at a certain point, worked for years and years and years for the homeless and became disconsolate at, at what the government was unable to do, even while the government was building jet planes and bombers and nuclear submarines and, and nuclear missiles, and the government didn't have enough money to take care of the problem of the homeless, and he became disconsolate, and, and he killed himself one day. And, uh, and Dan Bergen wrote this, in loving memory, Mitchell Snyder. Some stood up once and sat down. Some walked a mile and walked away. Some stood up twice, then sat down. I've had it, they said. Some walked two miles, then walked away. It's too much, they cried. Some stood and stood and stood. They were taken for fools. They were taken for being taken in. Some walked and walked and walked. They walked the earth, they walked the waters, they walked the air. Why do you stand, they were asked, and why do you walk? Because of the children, they said, and because of the heart, and because of the bread. Because the cause is the heart's beat, and the children born, and the risen bread. So, all right? And that was Howard Zinn off of a patriot. Oh no, off of artists in a time of war. The track was called "The Patriotic Thing to Do." Kind of how you respond when you're living in desperate times. Here's Jim's big ego with 
Desperate Times. This is off his album or their album. Jim's Big Ego sounds like a hymn, but I actually don't know if that's uh, the name of a singer or the name of a group. Anyway, Jim's Big Ego off of more songs about me. Maybe that's a hint that uh, Jim's Big Ego is more of an individual project than a group. But uh, like I said, that's something I'm not really that sure of. Let me tell you something. All the kids I know say there's no one to deal with the problems that are closing and around them. They turn on the radio. It's some regurgitated pop or some 30-year-old love song that was written for the parents. Don't come singing about a hair by the window or her eyes in the moonlight or her kisses in the morning. I don't need another song about the ocean of your love for a sweater that you gave to your boyfriend. These, these are desperate times. Pay attention, look up and read the sign. These are desperate times. The big boys say that all the best music was written 20 years ago in their generation. Well, we've got another 20 years of devastation on the planet. Be real by a nation being lulled into submission. Shut up! I don't care about the dress that she wore when she walked through a forest on the cool summer evening. I've had it up to here with all these feel-good ditties about how life would be much better if we'd ignore all the problems. These, these are desperate times. Pay attention, look up, and read the signs. My youngest son came home today 
his son was a fine young man With a wife, a daughter and two sons And a man he would have lived and died Till by a bullet sanctified Now he's a saint, or so they say They brought their young saint home today An Irish sky looks down and weeps Upon the narrow Belfast streets A children's blood in gutters filled In dreams of glory Price to pay. My youngest son came home today. My youngest son came home today. His friends marched with him all the way. The pipe and drum beat out the while in his box of polished pine Like dead meat on a butcher's tray My youngest son came home today And this time he's here And that's the track that I mentioned earlier. My youngest son came home today. The track, uh, actually, I think I said that one was by Dick Goen, but I believe I misspoke. I think that one is was originally by Eric Bogle. And the Dick Goen tune that I uh, learned about Dick Goen from on, or from Billy Bragg, was the song the world turned upside down um both of which were off the ep the international that's why i got those mixed up uh so that was billy bragg singing my youngest son came home today originally by eric bogle here is timbuk3 off the fantastic album edge of allegiance this is waves of grain a nice clean assassination The gunman slipped through immigration Like the gentle wind that swept the plain And ruffled over waves of grain Sailing safely out of sight On board the next connecting Gunman smiled, he felt no pain So high above the waves of grain 
someone snatched the video away from the hands of a tourist at the game and soon a blast on board the plane sent it crashing into the waves of story largest life in all its glory a man's face in the 29th frame appeared within the waves of grain now the pictures have been confiscated the tourist was incarcerated the drugs they gave him numbed his brain Now all he sees are waves of grain Does the slightest trace of truth remain Running through the waves of grain
That was Stone Cold Coup d'etat. Coup d'etat, something that uh, everyone should know about our history. Probably heard me talk about it before. Um, but uh, we have a long history of uh, supporting coup d'etats in many, many other countries um, to most frequently disastrous consequences. Um, Iran being one of the most notable ones, where we helped uh, overthrow their elected leader and uh, helped the Shah take control, who was autocratic and brutal, which led to the Iranian revolution against that government, uh, where they were deposed, leading to uh, disastrous relations between U.S. and Iran ever since. Um, we're now threatening a coup and have supported a coup in the past against uh, Venezuela. Uh, Nicolas Maduro just won the elections in Venezuela. Uh, many people don't believe in the validity of those elections because the opposition, much of the opposition, boycotted those elections. Um, because of what they felt was their mistreatment at the hands of that government. Uh, so there were many people who didn't vote, so maybe it was not the most balanced election in history. But all observers said that the actual election, the actual voting process, was uh, not tainted, was modern, and was um, where, in, where those uh, observers were present at least, was uh, on the up and up. Here is the truth off of the mis miseducation of the masses. This is living with the earth. What makes you such a threat? 
we choose the right to be who we are. We know the difference between the reality of freedom and the illusion of freedom. There's a way to live with Earth and a way not to live with Earth. We choose the way of Earth.
So this episode, you get a double dose of Boots Riley because that's Boots Riley's other project, one he did with Tom Morello, among others, uh, known as Street Sweeper Social Club. That came off of the Street Sweeper Social Club uh, debut album. That was, of course, called Clap for the Killers. And here's another title track off of the album, The Revolution Starts Now. Here is Steve Earle. Revolution starts now. Yeah, the 
And that was Sinead O'Connor with the song Drink Before the War off the album The Lion and the Cobra. This next song is by Roy Zimmerman. It's off the album Thanks for the Support. It is called Ina Kleina Baroque Music. I write most of my own material, but I do collaborate every once in a while. I collaborated on this one with a guy named W.A. Mozart. And uh, <laughs> a little thing that I call Ina Kleina Baroque Music. <laughs> Barack Obama has a funny name. Barack Obama has a funny name. His name's Barack Obama. That's right, Obama. Sounds like Osama. I'm just the 147 millionth person to have made that idiotic point. <laughs> and his middle name, middle name, and his middle name's Hussein. Hussein. Not Saddam, but Obama. When he was a kid, he spoke to joint. And he inhaled, he spoke to joint. And inhaled, that was the point. He also did cocaine. His middle name's Hussein. He wants to be the POTUS. And I wonder if you noticed that Barack Hussein Obama has a funny name. <laughs> Obama is the candidate of change. Ought to change his name, it's pretty strange Why can't he just be John or Steve Or Bill or even George Or anything but Sue And one more question, is he black enough? Yes, is he black enough to be the president? <laughs> Born in Honolulu He's got kin in every region Schooled in Indonesia He's a one-man foreign legion He's got game And lots of hope And lots of folks who feel the same And also, did I mention quite a quirky name? Cause once you go Barack You're never going Bach Bach Barack Obama What if everyone thought like 
McDonald singing Stop the War from the album After the War. And this is Arundhati Roy. It is from the album Come September in conversation with Howard Zinn. And this track is called Suspicion of Nationalism. 
Writers imagine that they cull stories from the world. I'm beginning to believe that vanity makes them think so, that it's actually the other way around. Stories cull writers from the world. Stories reveal themselves to us, the public narrative, the private narrative. They colonize us, they commission us, they insist on being told. Fiction and nonfiction are only different techniques of storytelling. For reasons that I don't fully understand, fiction dances out of me, and nonfiction is wrenched out by the aching, broken world I wake up to every morning. The theme of much of what I write, fiction as well as nonfiction, is the relationship between power and powerlessness and the endless circular conflict they're engaged in. John Berger, that most wonderful writer, once wrote, never again will a single story be told as though it's the only one. There can never be a single story. There are only ways of seeing. So when I tell a story, I tell it not as an ideologue who wants to pit one absolutist ideology against another, but as a storyteller who wants to share her way of seeing. Though it might appear otherwise, my writing is not really about nations and histories. It's about power, about the paranoia and ruthlessness of power, about the physics of power. I believe that the accumulation of vast, unfettered power by a state or a country, a corporation or an institution, or even an individual, a spouse, a friend, a sibling, regardless of ideology, results in excesses such as the ones I will recount here. Living as I do, as millions of us do, in the shadow of the nuclear holocaust that the governments of India and Pakistan keep promising their brainwashed citizenry, and in the global neighborhood of the war against terror, what President Bush rather biblically calls the task that never ends. I find myself thinking a great deal about the relationship between citizens and the state. In India, those of us who have expressed views on nuclear bombs, big dams, corporate globalization, and the rising threat of communal Hindu fascism, views that are at variance with the Indian governments are branded anti-national. While this accusation doesn't fill me with indignation, it's not an accurate description of what I do or how I think. Because an anti-national is a person who is against his or her own nation, and by inference is pro some other one. But it isn't necessary to be anti-national to be deeply suspicious of all nationalism, to be anti-nationalism. Nationalism of one kind or another was the cause of most of the genocide of the 20th century. Flags are bits of colored cloth that governments use first to shrink wrap people's brains and then as ceremonial shrouds to bury the dead. <clears throat> when independent thinking people, and here I do not include the corporate media, begin to rally under flags, when writers, painters, musicians, filmmakers suspend their judgment and blindly yoke their art to the service of the nation. It's time for all of us to sit up and worry. In India, we saw it happen soon after the nuclear tests in 1998 and during the Kargil war against Pakistan in 1999. In the US, we saw it during the Gulf War 
And we see it now during the war against terror, that blizzard of made in China American flags. Recently, those who have criticized the actions of the US government, myself included, have been called anti-American. Anti-Americanism is in the process of being consecrated into an ideology. The term anti-American is usually used by the American establishment to discredit and not falsely, but shall we say inaccurately, define its critics. Once someone is branded anti-American, the chances are that he or she will be judged before they are heard, and the argument will be lost in the welter of bruised national pride. But what does the term anti-American mean? Does it mean you're anti-jazz, or that you're opposed to free speech, that you don't delight in Toni Morrison or John Updike, that you have a quarrel with giant sequoias? Does it mean that you don't admire the hundreds of thousands of American citizens who marched against nuclear weapons, or the thousands of war resistors who forced their government to withdraw from Vietnam? Does it mean that you hate all Americans? This sly conflation of America's culture, music, literature, the breathtaking physical beauty of the land, the ordinary pleasures of ordinary people, with criticism <clears throat> of the US government's foreign policy, about which, thanks to America's free press, sadly most Americans know very little, is a deliberate and extremely effective strategy. It's like a retreating army taking cover in a heavily populated city, hoping that the prospect of hitting civilian targets will deter enemy fire. But there are many Americans who would be mortified to be associated with their government's policies. The most scholarly, scathing, incisive, hilarious critiques of the hypocrisy and the contradictions in US government policy come from American citizens. When the rest of the world wants to know what the US government is up to, we turn to Noam Chomsky, Edward Said, Howard Zinn, Ed Herman, Amy Goodman, Michael Albert, Chalmers Johnson, William Bloom, and Anthony Arnov to tell us what's really going on. Similarly, really powerful words there against um, the nationalism, against how uh, we try to enforce or impose that upon people. I think that's a, a lot of what the recent NFL decision um, has to do with, the, the decision to um, fine any player who kneels on the field, on the sideline, during the national anthem at a football game, and forcing those who want to protest, who want to or who choose not to stand for the national anthem to remain in the locker room. I think it's it's that uh, attempt to enforce patriotism that stands diametrically opposed to what our country is supposed to be about. Certainly not diametrically opposed to what our country actually has been about. Uh, so hopefully um, we can continue to struggle and continue to push against those forces that would try to... Uh, enforce that nationalistic attitude and actions on all of us, contrary to what we claim that we stand for. And here is Dead Prez 
off of the album Information Age Deluxe Edition. This is Scar Strangled Banner. No self-respect, but what else you expect? Look how they dealt the debt. We inherited stress, had to bury our best. Martin Malcolm X, bullet holes in their chest. We adapted to struggle, only way we survived. Eating scraps from the table, but it kept us alive. Making something from nothing, still we hope for the best. Making miracles happen, daily coping with less. Scar Strangle Banner. Scar Strangle Banner Scar Strangle Banner Strangle band raised in the ghetto singing songs called survival but eating soul food to have you dead on the rival hand on the rifle other hand on the bible strong as an ox but look at what you put inside you we resilient beings do the silliest things no better than do better because that's what experience brings break out of jail but can you break out of a sickle cell we say we living well but we live in hell been to the other side we ain't turning back now we choose Commercials in between, crack Donald's murder king. What happened to eat your greens? Eating summer anything. Abusing Mary Jane, Chinese chicken wings, everyday hood thing. Five hour energy, Red Bull and Hennessy. Head bobbing, but the organs full of toxicity. Pack of cool menthol, nicotine pitfall. They got the nerve to put cool on the pack so they could trick y'all. Slave to the Dutch master, colon cancer victim. Tell you on the package, but we still blame the system. No squares in my circle. Screw all that sipping purple. I'm trying to live to my potential. Age is just a number. A G preserve is temple. A G control is temper. No discipline, you slipping. No toxins in my kitchen. Slavery is over, cousin. But then at lunch, it wasn't. If food is the last plantation, then I'm Harriet Tubman. Advocating colonics. Saving my lungs from chronic. But you can't free a slave unless he knows he's in bondage. You can't free a slave unless he knows he's in bondage. American community, you have varying shades of political opinion. One of the shadiest of these is the liberals. 
outspoken group on many subjects. <clears throat> 10 degrees to the left of center in good times. 10 degrees to the right of center if it affects them personally. <clears throat> so here then is a lesson in safe logic. I cried when they shot Medgar Evers. Tears ran down my spine. And I cried when they shot Mr. Kennedy As though I'd lost a father of mine But Malcolm X got what was coming He got what he asked for this time So love me, love me, love me I'm a liberal Get it? I go to civil rights rally And I put down the old D.A.R. D.A.R., that's the dykes of the American Revolution <laughs> I love Harry and Sidney and Sammy I hope every colored boy becomes a star But don't talk about revolution That's going a little bit too far So love me, love me, love me I'm a liberal I cheered when Humphrey was chosen My faith in the system restored And I'm glad that the commies were thrown out From the AFL-CIO board And I love Puerto Ricans and Negroes As long as they don't move next door So love me, love me, love me, I'm a liberal. Ah, the people of old Mississippi should all hang their heads in shame. Now I can't understand how their minds work. What's the matter, don't they watch less crane? But if you ask me to bust my children, I hope the cops take down your name So love me, love me, love me I'm a liberal Yes, I read New Republic and Nation I've learned to take every view You know, I've memorized Lerner and Golden I feel like I'm almost a Jew But when it comes to times like Korea There's no one more red, white, and blue So love me, love me, love me I'm a liberal I vote for the Democratic Party They want the UN to be strong I attend all the Pete Seeger concerts He sure gets me singing those songs And I'll send all the money you ask for But don't ask me to come on along So love me, love me, love me I'm a liberal Sure, once I was young and impulsive I wore every conceivable pin Even went to socialist meetings Learned all the old union hymns Ah, but I've grown older and wiser And that's why I'm turning you in So love me, love me, love me I'm a liberal So love me, love me, love me I'm a liberal 
Love me, love me, love me. I'm a liberal. And that was the late, great Phil Oaks with Love Me, I'm a Liberal, off the album There But For Fortune. If you're not familiar with Phil Oaks, it's O-C-H-S. You should become familiar with him. He's got amazing uh, political folk music coming out of the late 60s, early 70s. Here is an ensemble uh, with Pete Seeger. Um, this is Bring Them Home off of the album Seeds, the Songs of Pete Seeger, Volume 3. If you love this land of the free, bring them home, bring them home. Bring all troops back from overseas, bring, bring them home. Make the general said I know Bring them home, bring them home They want to tangle with the foe Bring them home, bring them home They want to test their weaponry But bring them home, bring them home Here is their big fallacy Bring them home, bring them home Bombs and guns Bring them home Bring them home I may be right I may be wrong Bring them home Bring them home But I got a right To sing this song Bring them home Bring them home Isn't that the wonderful thing About America? You got a right To be wrong Where else in the world Can we do it Like we can do it here? Back in 1965, when I first wrote this song, it was, if you love your Uncle Sam, support our boys in Vietnam, bring them home. And if you all sing that chorus with me, we can raise the ceiling a little higher. Hooray for the United States of America and the right to speak your mind. There's one thing I must confess, bring them home. Bring them home I'm not really a pacifist Bring them home Bring them home If an army invaded this land of mine Bring them home Bring them home You'd find me out on the firing line Bring them home Bring them home Show those generals a fallacy Bring them home Bring them home They don't have the right weaponry Bring them home Bring them home For defense you need common sense Bring them home Bring them home They don't have the right armaments Bring them home Bring them home The world needs teachers, books and schools Bring them home Bring them home, bring them 
so now we don't want to fight for oil. Bring them home, bring them home. Underneath some foreign soil. Bring them home, bring them home. So if you love this land of the free, bring them home, bring them home. Bring all troops back from overseas. Bring them home.
seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, no, that's not me doing a countdown. That's the name of that album. That album was uh, by Midnight Oil. That countdown was the, actually the name of the album. Not countdown, but actually 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And that song was called Short Memory. Utah Phillips says the most radical idea in the world is the long memory to actually remember and understand and learn from our history, our political history, our uh, labor history, all of the struggles that have come before that have helped push us forward to where we are will do a lot to help inform us about where we need to go and how we may get there. Here is Buffy St. Marie off of her album, Medicine Songs. This is working for the government.
Buffy St. Marie is absolutely incredible. She can rock out on a song like that one. And she can sing the, the, the soulful, folky tune like um, Universal Soldier. She's got such incredible range or has like developed and evolved different styles uh, throughout her long career. That'll just about wrap it up for this episode of Polyrical. If you want to reach out to me, make sure you uh, send those messages, send those emails to polyrical at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at polyrical. Uh, check out the website polyrical.com. It's there you can actually make a monthly pledge and help keep this podcast going. Um, those uh, licensing fees are not cheap. It's, it's more than $600 a year um, to uh, get those licensing fees to be able to play this music for you and share it with you. Uh, so you can go on to polyrical.com. You'll find on the right-hand side ways that you can make donations. Um, and you can uh, hear me record the podcast live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash unrelatedthings. You can uh, follow and you can um, subscribe there uh, for more. And wrapping up this episode, we have Michael Franti and Spearhead off the album Home. This is Of Course You Can. Thanks for listening. Of course you can. I scream, cry like, like, yeah, call and response. You know, one day, the indigenous people of the earth are going to reclaim what's rightfully there. Well, use your mind, replace your mind. Forgot to even had a mic, cause someone told you it's impossible to change your mind. A friend of mine made it to 25, we had a celebration, man, I'm glad that you're alive, I'm happy to see. My man, you're beating the odds, I put this on this day, we give thanks to the gods, cause everyone deserves a shot, except you only get one, I hope it's not good to have my son, but life is short, when you're afraid to cry, life is hard, when you're afraid to die, when I feel alone, I sing myself a song, cause wherever I lay a groove is my home, but can you see me in the desert, of course you can, can you see me on the mountain, of course you can, can you see me in the ocean, of course you can, Splishing, splashing, jumping in the sand But can you see me in the desert? Of course you can Can you see me on the mountain? Of course you can Can you see me in the ocean? Of course you can I'm just splishing, splashing, jumping in the sand Saying, gee, that I'm out of one who want to buy the federal government doesn't want me to go to school. I ask too many questions and I don't play by the rules. It's cool to try to tell me that a rock is not alive, but I've seen a volcano growing up and die. It's cool to try to tell me that a tree couldn't feel, but I felt the tree and it was bleeding for real. It's cool to try to tell me animals couldn't talk, but they could understand it when it does dust the bark. It's cool to try to tell me man doesn't have a soul, but happened to his the sickest mind is still hard. But can you see me in the desert? Of course you can. Can you see me on the mountain? Of course you can. Can you see me in the ocean? Of course you can. I'm just
splashing, splashing, jumping in the sand. But can you see me in the desert? Of course you can. Can you see me on the mountain? Of course you can. Can you see me in the ocean? Of course you can. I'm just splashing, splashing, jumping in the sand. Call us a lost generation, but can you see us in the desert? Can you see us on the mountain? Can you see us in the ocean? We're just splashing, splashing, jumping in the sand. But can you see us in the desert? Can you see us on the mountain? Can you see us in the ocean? We're just splashing, splashing, jumping in the sand. But can you see me in Africa? Can you see us in Asia?